Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Keeper's Mind Pool. This is Drew Armstrong. We are on an update of uh, Standing Rock. We have Sonia Dow. Sandra Combeckworth, um, both of them are both good friends of mine now, and they are also both our co-hosts now. Sandra will actually be having her own show, um, so will Sonia. Um, we have experienced some technical difficulties, so we just hang in there with us. If we get cut off, things have been happening today. Um, just to sum you in on that, uh, all of our phones, just uh, weird stuff. We're, we're making too many waves, maybe. We're not worried about it, really, though. But... Um, we're still, somebody thinks we're making too many waves, quite possibly. It's been, been whole, it's been a, it's been a, a chore to get this set up today. But currently, right now, I am driving to the Cheyenne River Sioux Reservation, and I will be on Standing Rock ground here, possibly within the hour. Um, Sonia, can you give a, a brief fill-in on events for anybody that might still just be tuning in, hearing about this? Well, um, it's starting off with um, the dispute over where to put the pipeline, but now the issue has become more the human rights that keep being violated, and um, that's what's gotten everyone's attention. Um, You know, we've been talking about this and discussing all the legalities this week and all the things that um, all everything that's happened that shouldn't have never happened and trying to get the truth out there for everyone um, about the actual event. Um, we did get some good news today that the the last easement permit that they needed um, was denied by President Obama, so everyone's happy about that. But um, there are a lot of things that uh, we still need to focus on and still need to um, keep moving forward. And uh, Sandra wanted to talk about some of those things tonight. Those who have not caught in. Uh, yes, Miss Sandra, I'm, we have a bunch. Uh, Miss Sandra is going to be going over a bunch of stuff with us, everybody. Yes. Well, uh, as she just said, okay. it was great news that we were able to get a confirmation that President Obama has put stopped the pipeline at the current time. Now, here's the thing. It is great news, but we still have to be vigilant. We still have to be there. We still have to watch because they can still take it to court. And also, in January, it could still change. But they are what they're doing right now is they put a halt on it or a stop order on it until they can study the environmental of where to move it to. Ms. Sandra, they cut you out when you said January. It. Will you repeat from January, please? We had a we had a cutout when you said January. Okay, I said we still have to be vigilant because they can go to court on it, or they can say this could change in January when we get the new president. He could just he could change and, and go ahead with it. So these are the things we still have to be vigilant on. We still have to watch on. We do not know what they're going to do at this point. They're going. Their plans are is supposed to be stopped, and they're not supposed to come across native land. But they're going to do a study, an environmental study, to see where the pipeline should go which means we still have to 
fight if it's going to go under the river. We still have to watch them to make sure that it doesn't affect our environment. What we're wanting is a full environmental statement from them where this is stopped and where other pipelines are stopped. That's what we are still going to work for. But please know what and leave Standing Rock. The people do not uh, fail to call in, to send your prayers, to still donate, because we still have to be vigilant. Because of the fact that we do not know at this point what they'll really do. Yes, we're extremely ecstatic that we have stopped them at this point, but we still must be vigilant. And there's a lot of things that we have to discuss tonight on that. Uh, one of them is the human's rights. Um, there was a lot of that going on. We don't know. We need to bring that up in court and see if what we can do to help these people that were harmed with it and get uh, something done. As one of the vets said today, um, if he would have created or he would have done these things in Iraq, he would have had to answered and would have been court-martialed for it. And that's another thing. I want to thank all of our vets. And all of our supporters, but especially all the vets that went up there and stood up there and helped. They went through a lot getting there. They went through a lot of humiliation and a lot of things to be there with us. Because if, if you read what the sheriff had to say about them, it was very degrading. It wasn't. It was just this unspeakable. And he treated them like they didn't have their, their minds to know what they wanted to do like people were forcing them to do it. So I want to thank the vets very much for standing up through all of this. I know it was very difficult for you. I want to thank all of the listeners for standing behind us. I want to thank everybody that shared everything that we put out, everybody that donated, and especially those that prayed. We still need your prayers. This is only the tip of the iceberg. We still must go on with this. So, um Sonia, can you add some of the stuff to this for me, please? Uh, I totally agree with you. There are so many more um, pipelines that they are trying to go ahead with in other states and other areas. And, um, you know, they're going to be fighting the same thing that Standing Rock has been fighting. So, like she said, this is just the tip of the iceberg. We all have to continue to that is uh, really not informed enough, and we have to push forward to help make our planet uh, to live. Um, and we have to start standing up there. We, we can't just sit back and let this happen and say, well, this is, uh, this is not in my area, so it doesn't affect me, and I'm just going to let them handle that. No, we can't do that because what what's going to happen when it is in your area and there's no one to stand up for you? Um, it's, you know, we've got to change as a society to make things better for all of us to come together and continue to group for everyone and equality for everyone and to not let anyone be trampled on like this and pushed around and violated the way that these um, water protectors have been violated. You know, um, you, you can't call them protesters because they're not acting like protesters that we've all seen in the news, flipping cars and that kind of thing. They are water protectors that are useful. 
they are praying, they are unarmed, um, they are praying for the people that have gone against them. And who does that? You know, um, my heart goes out to them, and I will do everything I can to stand with them. And I just that everyone out there will get educated and stand with them also. Thank you, Sonia. There's on the note that she's talking about. There is a couple other things. Don't forget to still say prayers and send funding for Red Dawn and the others that are fighting, still fighting the legal battle. That they have to still face those charges. So we still need y'all to pray for them. We still need the funding. We still need. Um, the fact is, the people that's at Standing Rock now in the camp can still be charged. Come the fifth, they can still be charged for trespassing. No one has said that anything about that. No one has said that that will be cleared. They still, that order is still standing to my knowledge. It has not been removed. So the fact there is, we still could get the charge for that. So we still need your prayers, and we still need everybody to be vigilant. Thank you. Uh, uh-huh, sister. Drew, are you still there? I'm guessing that we lost you, but um, I'm going to just take a few minutes. We to, did lose um, Drew. I'm sure he'll call back okay. eventually. Okay. Well, I will take a few minutes to um, go over a few things with people that are not really educated on this issue. Um, I've seen a lot of things on Facebook, a lot of nasty remarks that have been made about this whole situation. Um, uh, people are saying, well, this is not their land. They have no right to say anything. So, um, yes, this was their land. Um, this was the property that was given to them back in the 1800s. And Every time we have or our government has found a use for that property, they have split that property up and reduced it to where now they have very little. And were it never split up in the first place, it would still be their property. And I've also been hearing the comments that um, the water, that their water supply, going to not be anywhere around this pipeline, well, that's not true. Okay, and we lost Sonia for a little bit, Sandra. Okay, I'm back. Um, Yes, uh, that's true. They said um, that ours is going in a thousand feet below. And what people aren't paying attention to whenever they said that our intake is moving, it is moving, but it's moving 500 feet below where the pipeline was going in. So, yes, that would have still affected us when the thing broke. But that that was the uh, main key factor there. But the thing is, we weren't we weren't and still are not fighting just for ourselves. We were fighting for everyone downstream of the Mississippi. We're fighting for everybody that was on the tributaries of the Mississippi. All of those people and all of the people all over the world because this is a problem for everyone. 
the more and more pipelines it put in, the more and more that was going to break. When they break, they will ruin the earth. And we must uh, figure out some way to be able to stop this where it will not. According to something I have said before, you've all heard me say it, except maybe someone is just tuning in. According to the seventh prophecy, and the seventh prophecy, we are the seventh generation from wounded knee. The seventh prophecy states that we must, we are at a turning point. We must fight for Mother Earth. We will either take the correct path or we will take the wrong path. And people must stand up and take the correct path with us or the earth will be destroyed. Destroyed. That's why this is so important to us. This is why we stood and would not fight because of the seventh prophecy says if we lift arms, then we could not win. We had to go on prayer. And if you well seen the power of prayer, it, it is and working. The power of prayer is working. We are bringing back prayer into our society. No matter what religion you are, it is coming back. And that's what we need. So people need to pray. They need to choose the right path. And we can save Mother Earth, where it will be there for our children, our grandchildren, and our great-grandchildren. This is very, very important. And right now, Florida is asking for our help. They put out a deal today for people that cannot go clear to Standing Rock or cannot take the cold. Please come help them in Florida. Texas has one, and we're trying to fight it. Uh, down here, so uh, and and because of Standing Rock, that was a miracle down here. We had no one really interested, and it was it was going to go through until Standing Rock. When Standing Rocks, when they stood up, when we stood up at Standing Rock, and the, the day of the meeting, they found it out the de- the night before they would have the meeting in Austin. Next morning, before daylight, 200 people showed up at the um, Capitol in Austin to protest it. So. We are making a headway uh, across the nation, and people, individuals are standing up. Individual stores are standing up and saying, going against uh, and saying, we will support you, we will help you. So people, our voices are being heard, all of us, all of us that's prayed, all of us that's donated, all of us that has worked on these projects, all of us, not just the, just the indigenous people. And there's many indigenous people from all over the world that have come. And these people are greatly appreciated, but it's not just the indigenous people. It's everybody in the whole world has, that's joining this movement. It's just revolution, and it is a revolution. Everybody that is joining this revolution is having a part in changing and saving Mother Earth. They're having a part in saying, I have a voice. It's, uh, did Drew Sonia make it back? No, Drew and Sonia have not called back in yet. I actually tried to dial Drew because I have his number, and it didn't go through. To Since I see on the boards we have three callers who are just listening in, if you want to get come in, if you have a question for Sonia, press 1. And somebody's on the line, so continue talking for a little bit, Sandra, and... I'll be right in with the caller in a second. Okay. Um, but basically, this is, like I said, Standing Rock is only the tip of the iceberg. And if we can stop a big corporation 
and all these big banks, just with the power of prayer and just with people standing up and saying, no, we have our own thoughts. We have our own way of thinking. We have, I, I, we have, do have a voice. Then if we can do that, which we did, that we did do it. So therefore, let's continue it. Let's keep going because now we've and got we to- have, and we have Sonia back. Okay, Sonya. hi everybody. I got dropped. Like Drew said, we've been having a lot of technical difficulties today. It seems like every time we start talking about something really important, then our phones mess up and our computers mess up. So, like you said, maybe we're making waves. <laughs> but, uh, Andrea, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You go ahead and finish what you were saying. That's fine, Tanya. You take over. Okay. Um, did you give the information for the Red Fawn page? where people can go to um, find out more about her and um, how they can help her? Okay. There are several ways you can help her. Uh, We are suggesting no longer to send a military strike because they lose her, and she's not getting the stuff through uh, through the commissary. So um, her sisters have set up where they can get it and take it into her directly. They can set up a PayPal. It is freeredon at gmail.com. Now, if you wish to send a package, you can send it directly to them, which is Red Fawn. Okay, I'm sorry, her, her sister's name is Red Don. Her name is Red Fawn. Uh, Red Fawn Falls, F-A-L-L-I-S, 206, 205 6th Street, S-R, Suite 201, Jamestown, North Dakota, Five eight four zero one. Then there is also her legal fund. Uh, that one is uh, on the web is www.generosiy.com fundraiser free dash red dash fund. If anybody missed it, they can go to our page and it'll be on there for you. And guys, we have Martin calling in. If Hi, you guys Martin. are ready to take callers. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi, Martin. How are you this evening? Good, good. It's good to hear y'all's voices today. And it's good to hear um, Drew's voice, too, knowing that he's getting, making his way up there and he's safe. Yeah, he is en route. Um, I can tell you that his phone died, and he will be back on as soon as he can get back on here, but he is safe. That's he is good. safe. And I wanted to give you all some news that I had heard today. I was watching a little bit of TV, and it was on the Sarah Bad O'Brien show, and what he was uh, North Dakota Representative Kramer, and he said that uh, that that they're going to send in whatever law enforcement is needed to protect the DAPA workers and intend to stop all supplies from going in to the camps in an effort to make people leave after the fifth. And that was on the Soledad O'Brien show today. So, and that's what I was thinking that right now what's going on is there, there's so many eyes right now on Standing Rock that they, they want to try to get the, the view off of what's going on. And, you know, uh, just like I saw some of the video that was up earlier uh, from the um, drones, 
about what's coming in the spring. And, you know, the core engineers, like you said, they um, they operate all the dams and everything. So it just seems like this could be just something to draw attention, get people's eyes off of what's going on. And then just come in and do that thing only. They once all the eyes are off, then they want to kind of sneak in. You you are right, dead on, point on exactly what we have been thinking since we heard this news as well. And as a matter of fact, we were already talking about it before it was even announced that watch something happen to try and divert everyone's attention so that everyone will leave thinking that it's okay and then they'll swoop in and it'll be another wounded knee. And so we want to get it out there like Sandra was saying. Don't leave. If you can stay, stay. Don't leave because we just don't know at this point, like you said, what is really going on, and we have to kind of wait and see. Yeah, and that's kind of what it seems like. This is kind of something just to divert the eyes because the world is watching right now. And, you know, they can get the eyes off of what's going on and then go ahead and snake their way on back in. Exactly, exactly. I'm glad enough people see that and are wise to that. And another note on that subject, too. I'm glad he brought it up. Um, Drew's, I mean, Drew, I'm sorry. Dean's drone from uh, is was shot down, too. So we're down to one drone left now because they're, they either shoot them down or they, or they will jam them. They've learned how to jam them to whether to where they, we lose control of them. So we, uh, he's down to one drone. So the, uh, be, what is that? Sonia, help me up on that. That's going to be wild. Uh, it's drones to the, the number two, and then the letter B, be wild, to be wild. They film all of our stuff. They have great documentation on it. But if so, if anybody can help, we still, like he said, need to keep vigilant there, and we're down to one drone. If they shoot it down, then we have no way of documenting anything they do. So we do need funds for that. And you can go on their page, and it's right at the top. It'll show you how to fund them. Right. I, you know, I heard earlier you said something about you were getting calls from Texas and Florida about pipelines that are going in there, about people needing help. And I think here in Arkansas, we're probably going to need the same thing. They've been trying to sneak this diamond pipeline in. It's a $900 million pipeline. It's going to tap into part of the back in the oil field, you know, after it's refined, and then they're going to ship it over to Memphis. But there's two counties in, in our state in particular, Johnson and Conway, where um, it, it's crossing our tributaries right into our water supply. No doubt about it. And thank you, yeah. Canada's yep. prime minister made a statement a few days ago that he was going to put this thing through no matter what and no matter where he had to. But it was the best alternative for Canada. But he will not run it. And he made the comment on the air. He would not run it over through to their borders because it would ruin their economic, I mean, ecological system. Now, he, he knows this is going to happen. He knows it is corrosive oil and it, it will break. But so he won't run it across and ruin their shoreline or their ecosystem. But he'll ship it down through the United States, down to the Gulf. And then when the Gulf is picked up and goes to China. So, like I said, it doesn't even benefit the United States. And for his jobs in the United States, there's only permanent jobs will be anywhere from 14 to 17, all the way down. So what good is it to us? 
Why should we let it come through our country and ruin our country, ruin our waters, ruin our grazing land, ruin our hunting land for another country? They wouldn't. They're not going to do it for themselves. They won't do it for themselves. They won't back us if something happens. Well, it's the scary so, thing to me right now is that the banks are considered they have the same constitutional rights as individuals, you know, corporations do now. And then, you know, the North Dakota representatives said that they were going to do whatever they had to do to protect workers. And then the Lynch today said basically the same thing, or I guess it was December 2nd when she released that. But it's it's kind of scary when you see that our government is going to want to kind of stand behind the corporations in the bank. It is. It's very scary. But, you know, um, there's a movement. Um, people are taking their money from these banks, and th- some of these banks are dropping out of um, they're not going to back this anymore. They see um, the fuss that's being made about it, and the voices are finally being heard, and people are um, doing what they have to do to right. uh, to shut this down. Um, we still need to get out, for sure. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But I'll, I'll no, get out of here and continue this conversation. I'm sorry? Uh, I said thank you for letting me join in the conversation, and I'm going to go ahead and get out there and let someone else have a, have a turn. Thank you. Oh, it was you. wonderful speaking with you. All right, That's thank right. you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Do we have any other callers? I don't believe we have any other callers. Nobody. Okay. So, Would you like um, to tell about the banks that's backed out and what all's going on there? Yeah, that's what I was going to move on to. Um, you know, we have a list of banks that are backing um, this pipeline. Um, it starts with... Uh, SunTrust, the Bank of Keogh, um, let's see, Wells Fargo, which um, I believe I heard that they are backing out, but I'm not positive about that. Um, BNP, Mizuho Bank, Citibank, TD Security, Credit Agricole, Intensa San Paolo, uh, ING Bank, Nartix, Nartixis, Bayern LB, most, these are mostly foreign banks, um, BBVA Securities, DNB Capital, ICBC London, Royal Bank of Scotland, SMBC Nico Securities, Societe General, ABN AMRO Capital, Bank of Nova Scotia, Citizens Bank, Comarca Bank, Comerica Bank, US US Bank, PNC Bank, Barclays, JP Morgan Chase, Credit Credit Suisse, Bank of America. Dush Bank, DNB Capital, Sumitomo Mitsu Bank, Royal Bank of Canada, UBS, um, Goldman Sachs, HSBC Bank, 
Origin Bank, Morgan Stanley. Um, I had read somewhere there was actually more banks than that that are backing it, up to 30 banks. But as I said, um, there is a movement. Um, Shiley Woodley, she started a movement. Um, to help uh, take away the money that these banks have to be able to invest in this, to go in and just take your money out of these banks and, you know, tell them why you're taking your money out. And when you do it, put your, you know, video yourself and put yourself on Facebook, Twitter, or, you know, whatever social media you use and show everyone what we're doing. And then we're not going to put up with it anymore. We'll hit you where it hurts. We'll just take the money right out of your pocket and you won't be able to continue with what you're doing. There's several um, so backing it. The Dakota... And we lost her here again. I think we lost her again. We did. They'll call okay. back, I'm sure of it. <laughs> We're having a great deal of difficulty tonight. I noticed that uh, Dean can't get through from up there either. So um, I managed to manage to message me that he had tried, but so far, so far, we're not getting too many messages out from up there. Um, that's what makes me kind of wondering what's going to really be happening because first they shoot, you know, they shoot down our drones, and not everybody's personal messages back to their homes, their families. So I don't know if it's the weather or if they're blocking all of us. But I know that this station is not the only radio station that's having trouble. There was at least two others that informed me today that they're having the same trouble every time they go to speak on this. So especially when they start to read the banks off, they've all said they've had trouble with it. But um, recapping one thing on the vet, uh, if any of you saw the video that the sheriff put out, it was really detrimental. It was really hurtful. And I had one vet to tell me it was just like his older vet. He said it was like coming back from Vietnam. He said it was a slap in the face. And he, he really was down about it. And So, therefore, people, I would like for you to message in on any of our Facebooks, on, on this site's Facebooks, and cheer them up. Tell them they are. We honor them for their service to our country. We honor them for what they've done for us. We honor them for standing up with Standing Rock. We honor them for standing up for Mother Earth. Please send something, some kind of message to them because this was just unreal, what he said about them. And uh, I would really appreciate it if all of you would at some point send them some letter, a letter or a word of encouragement. That would be uh, very nice. Um, do you have anything you'd like to say on on this, Libby? Not really. Just okay. keep going. Um, and let so, me remind our callers: if any call, if any of you want to come speak, just press one, and we'll bring you right in. Because I see we do have two people who are just listening in right now. Yes, people did call in. And we would love to hear from you and hear what you have to say in comments, questions, or anything. And I do apologize about my voice. I'm still fighting with my lungs over the fact that when I was up there helping out, I 
uh, getting some people back from the front line. I did get some ice in one of the one of the uh, events. So I do apologize that my lungs aren't that strong, and I do keep giving out. And I'm so sure my voice is crackling for you. But, uh, but I'm still going to keep trying, keep going on helping and giving the uh, giving these uh, shows as long as uh, I can be used to help uh, stop the uh, black smoke. Yeah, um, that's another thing that we are still trying to do is uh, fight on the human rights violations. And like I said, there we have many people that were arrested uh, still have to go through their trials. They just because a lot of them were dropped, some of them were uh, totally dropped, but not all of them still. We still have a few of them. Uh, here and there, I, I haven't gotten an exact number, but that are that are still having to go through. We'll have still have to have court dates and appearances. I know there's still other issues that has to be solved uh, in court, so we're still going to need a lot of prayers there. But like we said, if any of you have ever uh, have not read yet the seven prophecies of the Lakota Nation. Read them. They're on my Facebook. Uh, read the seven prophecies, and then you can understand not only more about what we're doing, but you can understand more about our ways, the indigenous people ways. You can also understand the factor of why we will not pick up arms. Now, this is our, as you would call it, religion. We call it our spirit, spirituality. So this is this is something that's very near and dear to our heart. Plus, there's one other, there's Another factor, it's almost impossible to raise a child from infancy through the teenage years because they don't fit in in either culture. Well, they fit in in the Indian culture, but they don't fit in in the non-Indian culture. So, therefore, the pressures and everything gets to them, and we have a high rate of suicide and drugs. This has been an awakening, a revolution for our people the teen, teenagers and the youth now have something tangible to hang on to. They have, they see what the visions of the old ones is. They see the prophecies coming true. They just like your, like your revelations in your Bible. It's the same thing. They see the awakening. This is something tangible they can hang on to, and it's been a miracle. They are turning and changing around. They are standing up for it. They're making walks through to Washington D.C. and standing for it. We have people that actually use that are making runs from Oklahoma up there, from um, the Arizona up there. They're actually running the whole distance. These youths now. He said there's a waking, they're calling, they're coming together, they're bringing, they're asking other youth of other nations to join them. And they have informed an indigenous youth council from around the world of indigenous youth from all different nations. That's another thing that's come of this. We've also, uh, there at the main camp, we have reestablished, which hasn't been, it's been uh, something like more than 50 years since we had put the seven uh, teepees up in the in the sacred council fire. Now we had them, we had the sacred council fire, and we used it, but it was not where with all the, the seven leaders were there. And now we have reestablished that. We have it's in the center of the camp. We've reestablished it. We've established the, the the clan leaders for that. So this has been a re reawakening of our spirituality. And if you go to camp. 
It is one of the most spiritual places that you'll ever be on earth. It's everybody that goes there so they can only feel. They've never felt anything like it. They said they can't because constantly people are praying. Constantly people uh, are having marches or, you know, prayer marches and uh, all this sort of stuff. It's like I told, like we said on our last broadcast, our youth, Actually, whenever the uh, sheriff put out, they were running out of funds and they needed supplies. Uh, they needed uh, food and, and things. Our youth got together, the youth council. They got the donations that was get some of the donations that was given to us. Actually, went down there and prayed for them, and I went and gave them to the sheriff. However, the sheriff didn't respond, but we they showed him that there was the power of love and prayer. They gave him and forgave him. Now, how many of you can forgive your next-door neighbor if he comes over and slaps you around and slaps your kids around and, um, you know, hurts you or sprays you with mush in the face? How many of you will get up and go and apologize and tell him you forgive him? That's the kind of stuff that we do. That is what we are. And this is what America needs to wake up and, and learn all over again and have a spiritual awakening. Because, people, if you don't, it is coming to your election. Sonia said, it is coming to your door next. And in fact, you know, we can see as indigenous people that 500 years is fixing to repeat itself. It has already started repeating itself. The factor is, face it, that you stood there. You did nothing. They have taken one right after another one away from the Constitution. They are taking, they have taken your prayers out of your school. It doesn't make any difference what religion you are. They took it out of your school. But there is a factor they're coming in now. They're allowed to pray in school. But if your child bows or even bows their head, what's going to happen? I've been told, uh, in fact, I have seen it, where that child gets uh, gets suspended from school or gets in trouble for it. So, people, it is coming. The same thing that happened to us down through the generations and down through the generation. And now it's at your doorstep. So either you stand with us or you sit there and then you're next. Because it's, as we can see, that's another reason why we had to start this now. The prophecy said so, and we have to start it because we can see 500 years is starting to repeat itself in America. And if it's going to spread, it's already spreading throughout the world. Read what's going on in the other countries. It is, it is spreading. So therefore, but this movement is spreading too now. People are catching on all over the world. We have people coming in from all over the world. People that can't come send messages every day. They send prayers, and that's what's needed. We must get back to prayers so that we can save Mother Earth. Because we don't, even your own Bible says in, in Revelation, it's going to happen. So we can, you can take which path you take and which path you stand up for today is the path that you're going to have to live with. So people, you really need to wake up and realize what's going on. You need to wake up and see what's out there. Because there is more than one thing. And the corporations have taken over, and they're going to take more and more over. Whenever they picked us up oh, at the first deal, first encampment that they took down, when they picked us up, look at the pictures. These people have numbers on their arms, just like they did in Nazi Germany. And it's here in America. They put numbers on their arms. Now, it wasn't just high people. It was other people, too. It was, uh, there was journalists, a couple of journalists 
that was in it. So independent of um, small newspapers. But they still happened to them. They got arrested and they got they were trying to get the news. And they got and they had numbers put on their arms. So it's it's haunting it's so we really need to wake up and get back on. Now, it doesn't make any difference what religion you are or if you're not a religion. It's still the same thing. You need to wake up and realize, and, and people stop sitting there playing the game and watching TV and sitting there and have electronic babysitters, as I call them, and no family time. We need to get back to family time, family value, and get back to where we are uh, people and not robots. That reminds me, a little girl had a birthday this she's four years old. She asked her parents for a big T-shirt, and she wanted it first in her present. So finally, they could never figure out why, so they gave it to her. They gave her the T-shirt. And she went running off to her room before she opened her other presents. And they said, the mother said, you need to be with your guest. And she says, in a minute. She come back out wearing the T-shirt. And it said on there, I'm not a robot. I need a, I, do, I don't drink oil. I need water. And I thought that was um, very mm-hmm. because she's four years old. But she sees, she's woke up, she sees what the whole fine picture of it, that we need water that we Mother Earth needs to be saved. And Sonia, the Sonia got back yet because my voice is starting to go. I'm I'm at you. Okay, can we Sonia when you voice break here for a while? Can you take over for a while? My voice is starting to go, sweetheart. Oops. We lose her again already. Sonia, you there? Oh, uh, yeah, we just lost her again. <laughs> well, and we still don't have that. Drew. Well, I'll take over for a few minutes and let Good, thank you. and let our listeners and callers know what I've been hearing and what I've been seeing here in the streets in New York City, both about what's going on with the pipeline and just in general. You're absolutely right. We have an, not just over there, but in general, we have an awakening, especially with the the youth, as to religion and spirituality and moral beliefs, something that we haven't had really in a generation, and it's huge. That's one. Number two, a lot of people here in New York are viewing this as, and this is strange being that most of them voted for um, Hillary Clinton when, and admit that when, on it, when they were saying Trump was the Nazi. But they're all pretty much saying now that it really seems like our government is becoming much more militaristic and Nazi-like, dictating to us and violating our human rights. 
Now we have two callers on. I believe one of them is Sonia, so I'm just bringing her on. Sonia, is that you? Yeah, it's me. That's three times I've been cut. I don't know what's going on. Okay, take over for a few seconds. I'm going to call spring the other caller we have. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, so um, I have this video. Uh, Sandra was talking about forgiveness. Um, We found um, of the tribe, and she's talking about um, the whole situation and forgiveness, and she has a story to tell, and I'm going to play that for you right now because it, it's a very nice story, and I'd like for you to hear it. Why we're here is because of Jeanine and Tony. Some of our older people in the stories that they told, they said there were the water wars. We're in a water war. The Corps of Engineers is threatening to sell our water. So despite it beyond the, um, the pipeline here, it's about more than 18 million people that are drinking water from the Missouri River and all the tributaries that come out from the headwaters of the Missouri River. But what we're doing is we're doing this for your and our grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren so that they can't have safe water. But in the process of doing that, like Dave said, like Tushan said, we're going to have to learn about forgiveness. Now, I want to share a story with you. We tell stories when they're still on the ground because when you go to that camp and you're around that fire, there's no TV. Uh, and sometimes you can't get internet. You don't have radio. You have to listen to stories. I want to tell you a story about forgiveness because that's what we're here to do. There was this time when the his mother was in a teepee liar on when the chokecherry turned dark. She was sitting in the teepee and she went inside the teepee to get away from the flies and she was gush-heating her, her chokecherry. She had a rock and a smaller rock and she was pounding her this little girl came running in and she says, you know, can I have one of those? And she gave her a little cherry pie and she ran outside. She came in about four or five more times and she kept, she said, you know, can I have another one? She gave it to her again and she ran out. Pretty soon she came in after another one and she said, well, girl, you're going to get sick. You're going to, you can't be eating that much. And she said, one more, one more. I can't want to eat. So she took that cherry pie and she gave it to her. And then she went out the door, she watched her. And she went to the door, she didn't pay attention. And she watched her go out the door. And she saw that little girl put her hand up like this. And when she put her hand, she saw that a big man come in and reach for that cherry patty. It was a man's hand. And so that gave her a start because she didn't know what was going on. And she jumped up, she grabbed that little girl, and she came outside the TV. And there were, <laughs> there were six warriors that were standing there. And there were warriors that were enemies of the camp. And some of them had cherries under their lips. <laughs> she had taking those cherry patties out and giving it to those men. And they just stood there and they looked at the mother. And of course, the mother grabbed her little girl and she looked at them and she was trying not to scream. She was going to scream for help and one of the men said, I feel okay. And I was okay. And what he told her is that. We came here to kill you. We came here to destroy your camp. We came here to hurt you. 
and make him no more. But he said, because of the compassion and the mighty, compassion and the kindness of your little girl, we're going to honor your family and you're going to conduct your trial. And when the grass gets high, we want you to bring her up to where we live, below the mountain. And we want to give her a name and we want to adopt her into our trial. So when the grass got tall, they journeyed south towards the Bighorn Mountain, and the, they were waiting. When they rode into camp, they were sick. Grandma, that were waiting for that little girl. And so that little girl was made a member of the tribe. They painted her, and those two tribes came together, and they're still together today. So the story of that, and we have many, many stories like this, and it's just how to behave how to accept each other and to overcome hardships. So I share that story with you because some of you have many enemies. Some of us are enemies of each other. Now, I hope you can hear that um, story very well. Um, it, it says a lot about forgiveness. It says a lot about their beliefs and how forgiving they are. And we should all learn from that and learn to be more forgiving and learn to more, to work together and to not fight against each other as much as we do. We've got to join together and work together for the things that are important in life. Um, if we don't stand together, it's just like all of us Americans have been taught, uh, together we stand, divided we fall. And that's so true. Um, like I said, it, it, it could be you next time that they're trying to put a pipeline next to your house or buy your water supply. Um, now is the time for us to come together and stand together. Um, do we have any callers? We do have Martin who's on the line waiting just in case uh, you end up getting dropped off again, Sandra. Sonia, rather. Um, but other than that, all we have is one person who's listening in. I remind you again, if you want to come on, press one, and we will bring you on to the show. Okay. Um, I was reading out earlier the names of the oil companies that are backing Dapple. Um, I don't know where I got cut off. I've been cut off several times tonight. But um, You've I'm been cut off that. several times, and honestly, Sonia, this is just a sign that they're screwing around with us. Yesterday right. you, were doing, you were doing the banks and you got cut off. Today, exactly. as you're doing the oil companies, you're getting cut off. Exactly, exactly, and that's the way I felt, and, you know, I even had a friend to message me on Messenger and to say that um, my foot, my videos were not coming through, that they were, um, that they would click on them and they wouldn't show, and my, uh, everything has been messing up today. I haven't been able to share to pages that I wanted to share to, I believe that our technical, our our computers and phones have been messed with, tampered with. But anyway, here's the list. Let's see if I can get it out. It's the, the Dakota Access LLC, the Mar E.N. Backend Company, Endridge Energy Partners, 
Marathon Petroleum Corporation, Batten Holdings Company, Energy Transfer Equity, LP, Sunoco Logistics LP. Sunoco, I'm sorry. I hate it when I butcher uh, names. <laughs> Energy Transfer Partner, LP, and Phillips 66. So, you know, that's a lot of money behind this and a lot of people that stand to lose money because of this uh, pipeline if it gets shut down. And that's why I believe that this has been handled the way it has been handled. And they didn't bank on people like us that get on the Internet and do what they can do to find out the truth of what's happening instead of, believing the media who is uh like so many people have said bought and paid for to tell you what they want you to believe so that we can all run around like puppets um and they can control us whether you realize you're being controlled or not because they're feeding you all this false information and um it's time that everybody Instead of watching the news, instead of depending on CNN or anyone else like that to give you the truth, you need to get online. Google can be your best friend. You can get on Google and find out anything you want to know. You just type it in and you will find out all kinds of information and you will get to the truth and you'll be able to make choices for yourself and decisions for yourself, not someone telling you based on what you know for fact because you've seen the documentation and you can back it up if you have to argue with someone about it. It's up to us to educate each other. Um, You know, there have been several, several, several uh, human rights violated in this whole situation and not many people knew that. And if it hadn't been for social media and uh, let's see, media reporters, I guess you could call them, people that are digging for truth, um, all this wouldn't have been brought to light. Um, these, uh, they've been beat. They've been shot at. They've been thrown in dog kennels. They've been wrote on like um, they're in Nazi Germany. We keep referring to that, but it's just like Nazi Germany. If you see the pictures, on um, any of the Facebook pages that have been highlighting this issue, it's you'll just your jaw will drop because it's amazing that it's happening right here in the United States of America and um, being swept under the rug. And uh, it's time to wake up and it's time to see what's really happening and it's time to stand up instead of everyone being so complacent. And just letting things go because it doesn't affect me. It's not in my part of the world. Like I keep saying, next time it will be in your part of the world. And who's going to stand with you if everyone else is gone? Eric, do we have any more callers? Uh, Actually, one person just popped up. I'm going to screen that that person in a second, so bear with me. Okay. Well, he's doing that. I want to say one thing. I appreciate that. Hi there, can I have your name? I appreciate this staff. They come, uh, they uh, walked in, they took over, and they have really helped. They have put their lives on the line for this show, 
their families on hold. These people have been on the air. Uh, we've actually been on the air every night and sometimes doing anywhere from uh, one to two shows a day, two hours at a time. We and have we really have Keeper with us. And I really appreciate the staff for that. And uh, what, who do we have on, on with us? We have Keeper. Keeper. Hi, Keeper. So good to have you, Keeper. Hey, 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 hey. I'm looking at the background stuff. Yes, I can hear you guys. You're doing great. Um, And, you know, I I rarely listen to these shows. Okay, I know what's going on in Standing Rock. Um, I see the the behind-the-scenes things all of the time. And if you've not heard any one of these programs, we're probably going to run into a little bit of overtime, maybe five, ten minutes. I don't know what you guys want to do, but we have somewhere around 15 minutes to run into overtime. So if you are listening online, you want to call the phone number 424-258-9220 and hear the rest of the program. Otherwise, you'll be stuck listening to it in archive. But the programs that are being brought to you, I see the the amount of dedication – the amount, of, the amount of drive, and I get floored by it all the time, 100%. Everybody is in, 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 in. Let's get this out there. Let's make sure that people understand. Let's pe- make sure that people know what is going on. And I had the opportunity, by the grace of God and people's prayers or whatever you want to call it, karma, luck, whatever it happens to be, to be able to put this stuff out here on Keeper's Mindful. So, the stuff that, that is being brought to you and is being talked about is first-hand knowledge. It's not second, third, fourth, eighth. My uncle's brother's aunt's sister told me, this is like first-hand knowledge. And I want people to understand that. Yes. You guys do an excellent job bringing this information to people to make them aware of what's going on. And because of that, so many things are changing. So many eyes are scope locked on this. Thank so you, Keeper. Just, you guys keep rocking. I just want to jump on really quick and let you know that I can hear you. It is going out there, and I love all of you. Everybody that's doing what you're doing, I love you. And I, my prayers are with everybody at Standing Rock, the veterans that are showing up, everybody. This is not a one-time kind of deal. This is this is the time to actually keep being prepared, still maintain the same level of awareness that was, you know, so prevalent before the election. It's not time to go to sleep. It really is not time to go to sleep. But I'm going to jump off of here. You guys can run into overtime, about 15 minutes or so. Please keep doing what you're doing because it is beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for being part of me. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Well, I just had an update from uh, Drew. He is now made it to the camp. He's one of eight car vehicles <clears throat> that is uh, entering the campground. So we should be hearing from him before too long about uh, the life in the camp tonight because he is. But basically, most nights, the life in the camp is very, very relaxed. Families, we do have families there, quite a few families, children. And uh, most nights, 
you will hear from all over different parts of the camp, from different um, uh, nations that's there. They will be singing and praying and dancing, or that goes on most all night. Whenever I go home uh, to uh, my uh, reservation, we have a homecoming or something, we'll usually get in there sometime during the day and uh, have uh, dinner that evening at the long table, which is uh, like you would sim- similar to what you would call a buffet. We have uh, dinner at the long table, and then uh, we will, uh, right after dinner, we'll start dancing. And we will dance all night long and not stop. Uh, and we will dance until the, uh, sometimes way up until 11, 12 for the next day. Now, these dances, we don't just dance for the fun of it. These dances, when we dance like that, we are, we are uh, sending up prayers to the Creator. We dance around our sacred fire. Everybody's, we dance until everybody's prayer request has been prayed for, no matter how many people are there. And we will dance until those prayer requests have all been prayed for. And then you think we give up then? No, we don't stop. That's why we are capable of doing this out there for such long hours. Because whenever that's over with, we will go uh, to different. We'll go in and visit our, you know, visit our friends, visit our relatives, uh, have naming ceremonies, have weddings, uh, play the ancient games. Uh, back in part of our village back home, we don't even know modern conveniences. We've kept it that way, so it's family to family, and we can pass down the stories uh, from. This is all right. So that's why we're able to stand there for such long hours and able to stand this because it, they don't have to do something for our safety. We're, you, we've done this generations. We're used to the cold. We're used to this. So now we're combining modern technology with ancient technology to make it more convenient for everybody that's out on the open plains. So, and then we, the people that's coming in that are from the cold countries, like they said, they don't need safety from the, uh, like they, that's why they want to evict us for our safety. They don't need safety. They, like they said, they were born in ice and snow. And for the people that's coming from the warm part of the countries, there, we've made preparations for them. We've made preparations for our guests to be able to weather it with us. So we don't need anything for safety. But our lifestyle, we still take time, family time. We still go back to the old ways, and that, if, if you've ever been to a family reunion, you know what I'm talking about, but it's even more spiritual. So when you hear our people dancing and singing all night long from the different nations that are there, they're not just out there having a good time. They're out there praying and praying for everybody. That's why the spirituality is so high there. That's why you have such a, a great feeling there. Uh, Sandra, we have we have a caller who has a question for you, named Carol. Carol, you are on. Sandra, hi. I was just wondering if there was uh, an email address or uh, your website that you could tell me so I could uh, write to you directly. I think what you're doing is awesome. Uh, so I don't have a – it's uh, not exactly an email. That's my Facebook. It's Sandra, okay. S-A-N-D-R-A, Sandra Cohn, C-O-N-E, dash Beckworth, B-E-C-K-W-O-R-T-H. Uh, that's Sandra Cohn Beckworth. 
and everything that has been coming out, except for some of the videos that's on uh, the Drums to Be Wild, is on my page. Also, the, um, uh, Sonia, you want to tell them about we have, you have a page too for the uh, Sonia dropped again. Oh, uh, I'm not. Uh, Sonia has one. I've done a, a, a Facebook page for the station, and it's simply Standing Rock. Um, so that's, okay. Um, and it has all of it. Okay. But, well, I really appreciate that, and I've been listening, and uh, it's very interesting, and I think it'll open a lot of eyes. Thank ma'am, you. If you if you did not uh-huh. get that email, ma'am, I'd like to um, put out Keeper's Mind Pool email address. Okay. The name of the program, okay, Keeper's Mind Pool, at gmail.com. Okay. It's, it's pretty easy to remember. Um, okay. And I will make sure that this gets passed on to Sandra. Okay. Uh, that sounds good. It's a little bit easier because there's so many things that are going on. Um, I, I'm not always a liaison between people, but this is something that's bigger than all of us. And yes. I will definitely make sure that, that, you know, messages, emails get passed on to Sandra without a problem. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking my call this evening. Thank you for coming Bye-bye. on. Bye-bye. Appreciate uh-huh. it. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Let's take a few seconds for our top of the hour break and station identification. Oh, wait, we can't do that because Sonia isn't called in as host anymore. Well, uh, no, we're, pretty we're, much, we're actually at the end of the show. Um, and no, we're, at, we're in the middle of the show. What did you start at 7 p.m. Oh, Eastern time Seven. or 6 p.m. Central six. time? We started yeah. at 6. Six, six central, seven yes. eight central. So we're yes. looking at the end of the show, and you know you guys are doing no. a great job. Anything that's on the board Damn, that you want to play, right. anything that you want to play to close things out, you go ahead. Honestly, and without a host called in, we cannot close out the show. And no, if it's six, since it was six central, that was seven eastern. We're only in the in the middle of the show right now, keeper. Oh my gosh! It is eight o'clock. Oh uh, goodness gracious! You know what? Can does somebody I'm want to gonna... give the call letters and do an uh, advertisement break? Well, I'm just I can... smile or song if y'all want me to play that. You know what? Go ahead and play that. Go okay. ahead and play it, ladies and gentlemen. This is Keeper's Mind Pool presents an update from Standing Rock. Don't go away. Plenty more right after this.
a day of uh, a day of everything, a day of hope, a day of uh, a day of living, a day of uh, atrocities, a day of remembrance, a day of coming together, a day of veterans, of the day of all kinds of things going on today. And as I came into camp, it was I thought there was a an action going on, but there wasn't an action going on. It was literally people coming from every direction. Our our truth and our voice got out of got out there to the world. And what I saw with my own eyes was was our dream we have always envisioned when we first started the solidarity camp was to bring the people here, and they came. They're still coming. There is literally traffic in solidarity right now all the way up to the hill, all the way to Cannonball, all the way to Casino. And it's filled all the way into the camp. And you literally take the drones up from the, up to the sky and you look down. It's a, a living, breathing city of light and fires and happiness and good souls. And they're happy today because it's a victory. It's a small victory to a, a to a, a to an enduring battle. We're still gonna survive, and we're still fighting because this is only the beginning. But what they did today was they uh, halted the pipeline under the river. They uh, denied the easement. So now what that means is now they cannot drill underneath there. So now they got to go in with a full environmental impact statement. What that means is uh. They got to take all the, you know, personally, they got to find people who are not uh, paid off, people who are true to the heart with the earth and the sky, and people who are one with science to study and and observe and see, study the water, make sure it's okay, make sure it's safe, study the underneath the ground, study the water, study the beaches, study the air, the land, study the wildlife, because what they're doing right now in that section is going to be... Uh, you know, it's basically uh, we're desiccating underneath the river. In a way, you got to get a full environmental impact statement. And is it safe to do it? So these are the things that's coming on next. So this is what we're going to have to push to, you know, to win this the war, to win the war. Now we're going to have to so, crucially, crucially get all the. Let everybody know that. before I get cut off again. We're evidently I'm, I'm back on finally. Sorry, Shay. Oh. We're evidently making waves though because they put me in emergency calling mode. Are you still up lost? He just he got dropped. He got dropped again. It's been happening all night. We I've been dropped five times. Go ahead and finish what you were saying while he calls back in. You want to know what happened? It's because on the outside, even in Bismarck, I have people that are coming in, like literally on um between Fargo and Bismarck. There's stop. Oh, not even that. Highway six. I take that back. Highway six. There is a lot of traffic, and cops are stopping people. So what they're trying to do is, I think they're, they're literally they're going to say we're just controlling traffic because of the uh, protest on it. But what they're doing literally is trying to stop traffic from people from coming in. So everybody That's who's right. listening in, they really are stopping. Go all the way around and come up from the south side of Standing Rock. But how is it going down there? Did you get well, cut off I again? I think dropped again. Hello? Hello? I'm here. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Working right, around now, I've talked to somebody that I can use their phone if mine goes completely dead. And what I'll do is I will hop from person to person if I have to to do this. Tomorrow we're supposed to be broadcasting for about four hours, if I remember correctly. 
<clears throat> All right. Awesome. Should I continue uh, explaining the day? Yes. Yes, please right. continue. If not, go. The, like I said, the full environmental impact statement, that's what we have to push us indigenous media. So we got to get on them and pressure them. And when they do go do that, we need to get the permission to follow them and have our observers and actually see when they're doing their work. We're probably literally going to have to evaluate Q&A questions, background checks, financial statements to every single individual who's involved with this impact statement to make it, you know, to get to literally make them do their job and, to, and do it right. Right. That's what to we make have sure, to push it. Right, to make sure that they're not somebody that's being paid to make a false report. Yes, like uh, what's been occurring uh, before right. they destroyed the six sites up there, they had people come in and literally just look in the ground and be like, oh, well, there's really nothing here. When they just now stepped over an arrowhead or uh, uh, a couple of burial sites, you know, literally just being um, <clears throat> would you, ignorant, ignoring uh, or ignoring all the signs that there is sacred sites there, but literally just getting paid to just say the okay and sign the paper. Right, but, exactly. So that's what's going on today, and the camp is celebrating. I mean, everywhere. There's people. There was people everywhere. Like, even on Media Hill here, I couldn't even. I had to tell people to kind of create a circle just to let the drones take off. But, well, you know, um, today's my birthday, and this morning when I woke up, the, the thing I thought was what I would really love for my birthday is for something to happen to put a stop to all of this, you know, I would love to stop it forever, but to stop it at least for right now until we can do what we got to do to stop it completely. And I got my birthday wish. <laughs> but go ahead and finish telling us about um, your drone and um, anything else that you need to report on. Well, as far as the drones, um, it was a good day, and it was a bad day for the drones. The good day was, you know, every day we fly the drones. Like I was telling the drones, uh, we we really push media to the limit. If you guys go on the – it's all over Facebook. It got over two – it's probably almost three million views. But AJ Plus did a video on the drone pilots that protect – that's been protecting the camp and um, documenting what's been going on and all the uh, violent actions the cops have been – uh, doing towards the uh, the protectors and digital smoke signals. Myron Dewey and Joan to be wild. Excuse me. We were presented on there, and we told our story. Myron delivered it in a non-direct drone action way, as far as bringing in intelligence history. He's a professor, so he brings it in like that. And um, I brought it in with the visuals and the beauty and the essence. In, in drone filming, and when we combine those together with AJ Plus and their good editing skills, it was literally uh, moving. Um, people cried, people uh, were empowered, people were loved, and the drones got a lot of attention, and so much attention that Dapple they upgraded to uh, non or to uh, anti-drone weapons now. That means paying maybe ten to fifteen thousand dollars per weapon to 
have a, a, a weapon that literally jams the drone signals and, then, and literally drones fall out of the sky. Now, we've been losing a lot of drones. They've been falling down from the sky. And I lost the IEN drone. It was a Phantom 3 professional that day, when uh, that night when I was on radio. Uh, that's what we confirmed it to be was uh, we have actual footage. I believe Myron Dewey has it that shows them with the anti-drone guns. So that goes to say that that's how bad they didn't want those drones there. They couldn't stop the drones the whole time. They first shot at mine with um, rubber bullets. You could see that clearly. They kept missing. They need to go back to the shooting range, like I always say. And then on Thanksgiving Day, earlier last week, they shot it with a shotgun. Now my Phantom 4 don't work no more. It don't, it takes, it, it don't work, period. It's, the screen's messed up. So that's a $1,200 sacrifice right there. And um, now they upgrade it to anti-drone weapons, which has long range. And they could be literally hiding in a ravine. You won't even know it, and your drone will just fall out of the sky. Now... Does that scare us drone pilots? For me, no. It, it's going to push me to, uh, to uh, fly better, um, attack them from a different way. When I mean attack, that means fly it. Maybe right. it's a new tactic. But it, they don't scare me. It doesn't. I literally did a live feed this morning coming to camp, and I literally told them that I told them to bring it. And what did they do? They blocked my live feed. And I, they wow. deleted it. I couldn't fight no more. So that's the power they have on social media. They can literally delete stuff. But better, much more power than that. We have so much power that we don't even see none of them on the hill. There's, they haven't even come down. They see all this gathering. And, of course, they're getting scared. You can feel it. You can sense it that they're scared over there. You know, when I go back to Bismarck tonight, we'll, we'll sense it, you know. We'll see the law enforcement. But for the drone pilots, especially uh, drones be well and, and digital smoke signals. Now that they're not supposed to be uh, under the water drilling, now it's going to be in our hearts and our mission, our journey to always constantly observe them. Now we have the eyes on them, and we're going to keep flying over there. If they have anti-drone weapons, let them bring it, because, you know, the more drones we have, and since we blew that out there, the people of the world are bringing in drones left and right. I mean, they're giving us drones like they give us Halloween candy. You know, because um, we're going to make it our mission every day to keep an eye on that pipeline that it, make sure they're not drilling. You know, that's going to be our mission. Is right. Right. Because just because they've been told that they can't do it doesn't mean that they want because they've proven that they're they won't they don't have a problem breaking the law. Yep. You know, so. so and once that pipeline's in. What? There's nothing, all they'll get is a fine for it. So, yeah, right. I like to find them. But uh, one more other element that's been uh, very harsh on the drones today is the cold. The batteries has been getting sucked down, like, quicker than ever, and the drones would lose uh, the, the signal on your phone, and you would have to take them back, the short flight, so we couldn't be able to get all the way to the uh, uh, drill padding. Otherwise, I would have did a live feed all the way over there, and I couldn't really fly today. I didn't fly uh, the Phantom 4 because it couldn't fly, uh, so I busted out um, my uh, contributors uh, from my sponsors, uh, the DJI Inspire Pro 1. It's a bigger drone, and I call that the uh, um, Thunderbird of Drones. I busted that out today and got my second flight in, and I did do some live feeds of it, and 
I believe it was on, on Drone to Be Wild. If you guys go to Drone to Be Wild, you can see it today. What I did today was I got the best, another good image I shot, I believe. The people gathered in a circle, and it was so huge. Just the campfire was open. I panned down like that. Usually drone pilots, they, they do that stuff, they shoot them away. But for some reason, people know it's me, and they allow it, and they see it. And I catch that image of just spinning in a circular fashion because in a circular, that's unity and everything all togetherness. And I capture all those people just in one, all the protectors just in one, and I pan up all the way up to the sky. You got to see it. Go to Drone to be Wild Photography and Video. I mean, you only got to see it to feel it for yourself, you know. But, um, yes, it was a wonderful day today. I forgot to fly to Inspire or the Inspire Pro 1. And not only that, uh, Amelia Dronehart, uh, 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 she's a female drone pilot. Her name's Rihanna. She um, actually uh, gave me, purchased and gave me another eye for that Inspire, which that eye is a new eye for the sky. You hook it to that Inspire, and it allows you to zoom in. So I could still fly, like, way up high and zoom in on this on the Apple security and whatever, you know. But, That's um, awesome. It was a good day today, you know. It was like Christmas came early for me. I appreciate everybody out there. I did it like almost a live, one-hour live feed. I went around, stayed on Media Hill, you know, and pretty much I spoke from the heart, you know, and got a, people, a lot of people were happy, celebrating. Um, I was spiritual drone. I even got a drone pilot on there, too, that was, um, he did his the legit way. He uh, actually uh, did the paperwork. Um, he got his uh, 107. He got his flying license. And um, he did all that, and literally right when he called the board to fly, they said no. And then all of a sudden he called again. Then they said, yeah, I guess you can fly. Go ahead. Then right when he did that, the helicopter came by where he was at. So I said, well, he said, it takes about a day and a half. Oh, really? I was like, well, cool. So that means you're full, fully fired, certified drone pilot then, right? And he's like, yeah. Okay, cool. Is there any kind of thing you could teach, kind of skills you could teach the drone to be wild guy? You know, and he looked at me and he laughed and he said, no, he said, I can't teach you because, you know, I I need you to teach me. And uh, I basically explained the difference between filing out paperwork and using the system to uh, um, control and watch what you're doing in the sky and, and with these drones. And so I... Turned it around, I said, well, if FAA needs to be, if the FAA wants to be uh, certified and label these drones and who these drone pilots are and all this paperwork, they need to do that with that Dapple security helicopter that's been flying around every day and breaking the rules and flying obviously way below 400 feet. So I said, how you fix that? I don't need to file, fill out any paperwork, although I do respect the FAA because they haven't come after me. And I know they listen to stuff like that. They see my life feed. And with that said, you know, I don't need, I don't, I'm an indigenous person to this land and to the air. And this air was not meant to be, uh, prop, prop, uh, to make profit off. It's not meant to be controlled in it or at it. You know, we are meant to be free within this air in the world, just like our spirits do. So that's how I presented it. This is our indigenous land here, our treaty lands, and this is in the airspace as well. So as an as an indigenous drone pilot, I have that freedom to say that, and I could use that in court. And it, also that, it's for the uh, First Amendment right to protect 
and um, document what's been going on, and that's what me and uh, Myron do. We do, and we do that with our hearts, and you know, we do what we do because that's what we got to do. And we protect our people. We're using drone technology. We're pushing them to the limit. You know, we may we're pushing more drones here than you know anyone else has been doing in the world. We're doing something different, and when you do something different, the world starts changing. The world starts seeing it, and pretty soon, change. You know, right. that's the power of the drone. Power of the drone. Power of this movement. Power of the heart. Right. But right. People really do look up to these drones, and there was drones flying all over the place. It was crazy. I was like, "Cool." Well, I told that guy, "Is like, cool? Can I fly your drone then? If you're gonna bring it up here." And right away he called he called the uh, FAA and he's like, oh, 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 I was like, well, I guess you can't fly my drone. I was like, really? You're really going to listen to them when they're not even here at this camp? They just gave you okay from my office miles and miles and miles away? Yep. I was like, wow. That's the power right. of the system controlling you, bro. I said, it's okay, though. I was like, you have me, man. I said, I'll give you some of my freedom when I don't have that paper. I'll give you that freedom. I was like, I don't have to uh, say yes or no to someone to fly my drone. And that's about it's about being free, not being controlled by a system that's put on paper to say when you can't fly and when you can't fly. And we fly at night too, because you always got to watch out at night as well. Right. How much power we have here? You know, we're above. We're not above the law or the system. We're just beyond it. We're under it. We're around it. We're through it. They'll never understand that. That's why I don't know what Martin County is going to do now. They're, I think they're probably making a life statement. I wonder what they're going to say. You know? I they wonder what they're <laughs> I wonder what kind of BS they're going to make up now. It's exactly. still going into effect. They're probably going to say this. It's still going into effect. We just uh, Our pen just ran out of ink. Hold on. Wait. Yeah, right. Exactly. I hope they exactly. go home tonight. I hope they go home tonight and really think about it. Is it really worth fighting and protecting that pipeline still? Right. It's going underwater now. You're going to have to literally be in the water. And remember, Morton County people, water is life. Right. You know, I don't think um, I'm going to put up. One more good story, guys. This was very interesting. It's about true human spirit, and within the city of Bismarck and Mandan, with with all that uh, tension and hate and racism, coming from himself, coming from a Bismarck resident, came the truth. Two nights ago, got a taxi cab ride from a, a... Can you guys hear me? Hello? I hear you, but you're going in and out. Hold on. Let me stand up there and get some antennas here. Let's use the digital smoke signals. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Fine. All right. Here's the story. It's, it's about a true human heart that can exist in anybody. And it doesn't only have to exist in the indigenous people of the world. It can exist, it can exist in the oppressors. Like... A resident of Bismarck himself, two nights ago, I live-feeded a, a taxi cab driver. And I didn't ask him anything. 
he looked at me and the image that I presented, he knew what we were about and he started talking about it. And the, the words he said was unbelievable. I could not believe, is he really saying this? He spoke the truth for the Bismarck and Mandan people. And what he said was so it was so much power that for I will forever love that guy, man. Because he spoke the truth. And that truth was what he said. He called Martin County gangsters. He called them that they will shoot them. He literally told, you guys got to go watch that video. They tried to take it down on Facebook, but it blew up viral. And you got to give thanks to that guy, man. He's a, a Bismarck resident um, for since, yeah, generations of family grew up in Bismarck. And he, he totally stands 110% with Sassing Rock. And he wasn't, he, he said it, you know. But the thing about it was, did he was he did he know he was getting live feed? Uh, I believe he did. I didn't tell him, but I pushed live feed. But he did look at the camera. And he looked at me and he smiled. And then from there, it progressed on to telling more truth. So you guys got to look at the page. I'll share it on. I'll reshare it again tonight. You'll see it. Uh, when you, I can't get. I can watch that over and over and over again. It brings me spirit, it brings me heart, it brings me truth, and it brings me com- comedy, too. It's funny, but it's truth. I think I still have it on the Standing Rock page. I'll reshare it. And if you'll uh, shoot me, yeah, I'll reshare it for you. And then if you'll shoot me all your information, I'll post it on the Standing Rock page so everybody knows where to find you if they don't I'll already. I'll put it on the pulpit. You guys can take it from there. Awesome. That's a great deal. But, yeah. So I'm going to end it here soon. But all I got to say is that um, coming from that, from a Bismarck a resident, a white guy, he had so much powerful words that uh, we all started stating on it that I hope we uh, we better protect this guy. A lot of people are, are uh, we're kind of a little mad at me because I what I did, but... That's how you got to get the truth out. Because how do you expect to tell the truth when people are scared to tell the truth because of that resistance they'll feel because no one doesn't want to hear the truth? That's the way to get the truth out. you got to go far and beyond and do things that you don't want to do, but you got to do it. And when people hear that truth, some people will get mad or some people will feel it. But this day and age, that's how you got to present the truth just like how they're doing to us. We're standing there in solidarity and they're shooting everything at us, all we got. And they're at the bridge over there trying to hold solidarity for what? Back the blue to back up the police officers? Their movement was just a little tiny BDP of people, you know? And look at us here. We literally built a city that's almost as big as Mandan, you could say, out in the middle of nowhere between a, a borderline of Standing Rock and Morton County. And we did it with prayer and solidarity. And they, they know that. They can't top that. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing, you guys. Hoover's out there still listening in. you got to come. This doesn't mean that just because this easement uh, was not granted, doesn't mean this is over. This is just the beginning of the victory. So everybody out there, you got to come. You should be here. 
I go outside this tent right now, the traffic's still uh, it's still a standstill. It's like out in the city on the freeway, the traffic just standstill. People are slowly coming in. The camp's filling up. The whole valley, it's growing like life, a tree of life. You know, it's a beautiful thing. You guys, you guys got to be out here and see it. Wonderful. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh-huh. and you know something else we were discussing earlier before you were able to get on? Um, you know, it occurred to us that this could be a distraction to get people to leave, to make people think, oh, well, you know, it's all over. They can't go where they were going to go, and we can leave now. We don't have to worry about it. And then as soon as everybody clears out, they swoop in, and it's another wounded knee, you know. So everybody needs to um, kind of wait and make sure that nothing bad is going to go down. They need to um, hang tight, you know, if you want to stand with Standing Rock, continue to stand for a little while longer just to make sure that nothing is going to happen. Yes, but you guys are buying into that lie. Once you heard it, even the thought of it, you're buying into their lie. Don't let them allow them to do that to you. Yes. In a way, you could turn it around and say they're doing that. But then again, that's how they in- install fear in our minds to think like that. We're not going nowhere. This is just the beginning. Coming from the indigenous person, local Stanley Rock himself, from his heart, this is only getting bigger. And they're scared. This is right. bigger than everything. It's like bigger than the world. Right, right now. But we're not. It's sure and it's not a lie. And it's not a lie. It's not a lie. It's the truth. It's the truth. And we all know that, and they know that too. And on that yeah. note, uh, there's one other thing that happened today too. One of the women in standing, I mean, in um, um, Bismarck, she put out a call for all women to stand up and uh uh, donate and help in any way they could the indigenous people. And that's one what? of their own people stood up and said, get out there. It was time for us women to stand. Time for us to change this town is the way she put it. Time to bring them to She said, we've been wanting a cause to get behind and change things. She said, you women, this is the time. This is the cause. And she said, I'm calling all of us now and start helping out here. So we you give me the contact of that person? What's the media coverage on that woman? I'd like to get in contact with her. Let me see if I can get it for you. Um, I'll share later then. She works for one of the stores. I'll see if I can get it for you. Awesome. Did you have anything else, Dean, that you needed to um, to go over? To, to fill us Do we in have on? You have one caller at least? Not right now. Any we do have three people listening in. If you want to get on, press one. Uh but for now, Dean, just continue. All right, three listeners. Why don't one of you guys push one? See uh celebrate the victory with us. Or if not, if you have a concern we like. I like to hear it. I like to fill your heart with a lot of victory and and, and tradition. Uh huh. That must be uh, one of the Morton County officials, then. 
no one's listening because everyone's here at Sandy Rock, guys. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, like I said, my phone has dropped five times. So, um, yeah, you know, telling, go ahead. They're cutting everybody off. Like I said, uh, highways all the way to, uh, what's his name, that's coming up. Yeah, he keeps Drew? getting stuck out. Yeah, he's coming up. He's uh, He should be here any time now. I told him he ain't, ain't going to be here till nighttime. He's like, oh, no, I'm getting up there. I was like, trust me, bro. They're trying to stop people from coming in. But right. I think the only thing, if, if it's blocked from the south, it's because that's how much traffic is being brought in from Standing Rock. There's literally a line of cars all the way through Standing Rock. That's awesome that so many people are showing up. Yes. And it's going to continue to grow. But right. we also got but the elements of winter, and there is another storm coming. And it's going to test everybody, the new people that are here. But what happens when you bring a group of people together? You create heat. You create warmth. And the people are going to be stronger and warmer. Right. And hey, we, guys, we have know, a caller who wants to come on. Unfortunately, she just dropped. They're dropping you guys. They're, they're probably watching the show. Oh, if you hear that in the background, that's fireworks. Awesome. They're celebrating, huh? Yeah, they're celebrating everything on here. We're selling spirituality. We're celebrating unity. All the good words in the book. Awesome. It's a beautiful awesome. thing. It's a good feel. Oh, damn. That's right above us. I wish I could be there. I know it. it's got to be awesome. Just close your eyes and look in your heart, and you can you can hear it. You can feel it. You're here. Yeah. I I can feel the energy. I really can. I mean, I'm just so happy that this this was signed or this was denied today from news. Awesome, awesome. Um, yes. Do you have um, information that you can give out? For anyone that wants to uh, give donations, like, do you have any addresses um, to throw out there that you haven't thrown out there already? Okay, uh, information as far as uh, help-wise? Yeah, like for your drones, since they keep attacking your drones. Okay. I know you need equipment and stuff, and we're going to put that. I'm going to say this loud and clear. Yes, we do need assistance with drones. We do need a lot of assistance. And I put a call out today. I told him I, I on my live feed. I said, this is my last Phantom. And it literally is. And I couldn't even fly it because it shot up. And uh, we need more Phantoms because they're the hawks that go in and capture everything. And people are actually bringing in, um, they are bringing in uh, drones. But we, what we need is um, we need um, custom-made drones. That doesn't uh, get interfered or scramble. 3 3D robotics. 3D robotics, customized drones. We need a couple of them, and we're willing to, you know, give it, get, give her and get what it takes to get them. If we don't, right. we can't go in. You know, we need a source out there. We need someone to, that uh, specializes in making these drones and to uh, help us. We need that kind right. of intelligence. And also, we need, 
I'd say that's all we need for drone pilot. We just need more drones. We know they're going to be shot down all over over there, you know, but the more we get them, you know, we're winning. Well, I'm going to ask you a question, and I hope I don't sound ignorant. You said earlier that um, you keep uh, they keep shutting down because the batteries are freezing up. Are there any certain batteries that you can buy or that can, someone can donate to you that uh, don't do that so badly? Um, that are more uh, weather resistant? It's not really the ba- it's the ba- it's the way the battery's made. You just gotta okay. keep it warm. So they, if right. we keep them by the fire, and then we could put them in like, but we, they'll only run for a short amount of time. That's how cold that it is. Okay. All right. Unfortunately, knowing electronics the way I do, um, the colder the weather is, the faster the batteries are going to drain regardless. The set, the battery cells cannot handle cold. Yes. And let's right. get, remember those warmers? Remember those hand warmers you had warm up? Now, I was thinking maybe you kind of attach some of that around the drone to throw in that heat to it. I don't know. This is to me thinking outside the box, but that's how we got to do it these days with technology. We got to push it. We got to think it, and then we'll be it. You know. But we're Dean, doing it. Dean, I don't know the exact structure of how those batteries are made for drones, but if they're anything like a cell phone battery, I would not recommend that. I, being that I work out on the streets in New York, I've actually seen colleagues of mine have their phones explode using the hand warmers to try to keep their phones warm. Yeah. Well, that's why we need uh, the call out for uh, the people that specify in specific uh, customized drones. You know, we need the, we need that kind of support and that knowledge, their knowledge. We need their help, their assistance to create us a drone that cannot be scrambled and that can handle the weather and, and, and is armored, we could fly them. We'll test them for them. We'll push them to the limit. If they want to great, create something good, we'll be the testers of that. Right. Right. That would be awesome if someone would come through for y'all to help y'all out with that. That would be awesome. Um, you know, I, I might get online and see what I can find out about companies uh, certain drone companies and see if I can reach out, you know, to see what their thoughts are on this whole thing and if they might be willing to um, do their part to help, you know, maybe work with you to make sure that you can keep an eye in the sky so you can keep sending yeah. those digi- those digital smoke signals that we like to see. Yes, digital well, smoke signals. Byron. Okay, on that subject, you're going to want to look into uh, your space people that do the spacecraft stuff uh, that do it for NASA because when I worked at NASA we had uh, companies that uh, specialized in that so that whenever our cameras were up there they'd still work because um, when we go up we can't have the batteries would freeze also we had to change the type uh, do it with uh, change oils and everything you can't use oil up there because it freezes you'll want to look for the companies that uh, work uh, or do subcontracting with uh, NASA and the space companies. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. That's good to know. You're so smart, Sandra. <laughs> She's so knowledgeable about everything. 
So we'll get on that for you and see what we can work up. It would be a blessing. You know, there's been a lot of blessings in this whole thing. You know, there's been a lot of blessings. I feel like God has put it on the heart, so many people to come together to work on this and to do what's right at this point in time. You know, yeah. um, we just we, we just went through a, a bad election. You know, it's I've never in my life known it to be so bad and for this country to be so divided. And I think that maybe this is something that uh, maybe came forward to bring us together more because I have so many friends that stand with Standing Rock. You just, uh, you'd be amazed. There, I mean, very, there are a few people that um, are ignorant and don't know the truth and the facts, but I'm doing my best to educate them. But there are a lot more people that are behind Standing Rock. And I think that y'all started a revolution and it will be one. I don't believe that pipe is going to go through there. I think y'all have every reason to continue to celebrate tonight. <laughs> Yes. So, um, if Sandra, did you have anything that you wanted to speak on? We've got ten more minutes before the show ends. I didn't know if there was anything that we may have left out that we needed to go over tonight. So I, I, I had the first forty-five minutes. I think I said everything. I've, I've covered everything yeah. that we needed, needed yeah. to cover. Yeah, especially I when Kenya was dropping all the time, you had more than forty-five minutes. You had about fifty. You had about the whole first fifty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I kept getting uh, dropped. Oh, sure. Uh, how about you, Do you have anything else to say to cover before we before we go off the air? What do we got? What what much time we got left, guys? We got nine more uh, minutes. Eight, Eight and a half. Eight more minutes? Is Drew popping in or what? He is having... He he keeps getting dropped. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this is what we've been dealing with. Yesterday we got cut from a show completely. The whole thing dropped. So, what does that tell you? We're we're, 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 scaring them. They're trying to center the truth, and you guys cannot be scared. Don't ever doubt yourself. Don't ever doubt your spirit. Don't ever doubt your control because you're better than that, all of us. What is going to happen? We're scaring them. Yeah, we are scaring them. Yes. What's really to this point now is victory is building up. This is the start of his victory. This is the first step to a 12-step climb to the top of the world. And this is the first part of it. And it's right. going to continue like this all the way through the winter. And until they – the only thing I'm worried about it is uh, when this continues on to the spring, we're going to have to worry about the water. Because who owns the water? Army Corps of Engineers. They own the dams. They control them. So they might use water against us, like how they've been using the water hoses. So we always got to keep thinking ahead into the future, like indigenous people and defense and for life. So we always got to be prepared. This is going to be a long battle, I believe, because Donald Trump gets in here. We're going to, it's going to get tough. It ain't going to be roses no more, you know. It's going to be snakes and, and death. 
and, and a lot of races. And um, with that guy, how he is, he's like a, he's literally like a, uh, he's uh, Adolf Hitler, you know? He's the devil in disguise. He's a guy with the bad hair, you know? He's, uh, he wants to control, but he doesn't know how to control. That's why he went bankrupt in all his businesses. Because he thinks he knows what he's doing, but he does it in the inside because he's lost. I did read somewhere. I'm not. I can't confirm this. I don't. You know, you see stuff on Facebook and you can't believe it all. But I did hear uh, that he has turned uh, this issue over to someone else to deal with. That now that he's going to be the president, he's going to let someone else um, take care of his or speak for him, so to speak. On this issue, because um, he has stock in this, I think someone said stock in this. So um, I don't know if that's just his way of distancing himself so that he doesn't look bad, or maybe he might take a different stance on the whole issue once he's in the White House. We can just pray, like y'all been doing. We can just pray. By law, well, he can't run a he can't be president of a corporation or run corporation or run a business and be president. So yes, he had to turn over his uh, his being CEOs of companies. He had to turn them over to somebody else because by law he cannot do both. Well, and by right. law, here's what I think of Donald Trump and his by law. He's a devil in disguise. He can literally just give up his businesses because he's going to pursue a president. But why would he doesn't want to care about his business now? He has complete control of the United States, and that's one step to controlling the world. He would, he doesn't care less about his business or his history or how he treated women. He got that power, and that's why he's you know he's one hundred percent doing the president thing now because that's more powerful than any business that he tried to bring up. Remember, devil in disguise, people. Understand that we all got to be prepared for the worst. And the worst has not yet come yet. Because before it gets any better for beautiful life and water's life, there's going to be death and there's going to be fire. And Donald Trump is the fire. But that's what makes us more powerful as humans and as United States citizens. It's going to take a president like him to change the United States. He thinks he's doing something good. But literally, it's going to be his fault, his attitude, and it's ignorance that's going to empower the people. So remember, everybody, when we end the show tonight, don't hate. Don't don't put fear in your heart because what he says, his voice don't mean nothing. He's never going to be a president to me. I don't listen to a president. I listen to the words of the spirit and mother. That's the way of living. That's the, that is the creator, not Donald Trump. That's we a moment have, of silence. <laughs> we were making sure that you had had your say. Um, we have four minutes left. Um, is there anything that you uh, want to get out there? And uh, let's see. Four minutes isn't really very long to talk about. Two a minutes while. forty. Well, uh, okay. I got. I'll get three minutes. I'll say something right now. Um. The movement is good. It's not. Oh wait, take that back. The revolution is good. It's uh, building up. It's uh, empowering. 
we do encourage everybody to continue every day to keep coming in and the veterans too. Tomorrow is supposed to be the day of uh, the eviction. Now, let's see the faces of all the uh, Martin County people that are going to line up and see. Let's just see. I don't even think they're going to make a move. If you literally see it from the drone perspective, especially tomorrow, we'll put up the drones and we're going to see how big this is. You guys will see. So stay tuned to the page. They're not going to move this camp. They cannot. And if they do, it's war. The Morton County Sheriff's guys, before I end this, guys, literally said the wrong thing. That's what they want is war. Because if you look at their life statements, they literally grabbed their shirt and said, if we come down in our suits like this, it's war. So they're provoking us, but we're not listening. They were just praying with their eyes closed and praying for earth. We don't see them provoking us. So all of us who listen, do not buy into their media. Their media is BS. Look at that. They haven't even changed nothing. They're just making the system worse. We're changing stuff. Believe it or not. And if you're against us, you're going to be with us. Well, we're going to be back on again tomorrow. Keepers mindful. Um, I haven't got the exact time yet. Um but we're going to be discussing this some more and um, going into more details with um, everything that happened from beginning to end of this whole situation. Um, we'll probably go into uh, more details and date on treaties and when they were broken and how they were broken and that kind of thing. Um but for now, um, thank you all for listening in, and uh, please continue to keep up with this and pray for our brothers and sisters in North Dakota and uh, listen in to Keepers Mindful. Thank you. Good night. Thank Have you. Good night. Good night.